0: Welcome to Checkpoint Real Talk, a podcast for security folks who want less F-U-D and more F-U-N. In each episode, we'll have lighthearted conversations about security, people, processes, and technology as we react to how they're portrayed in film and TV. We'll bring in experts from inside and outside Checkpoint to break it down. What was accurate? What wasn't? And what can you apply to real-world cyber events? In this week's episode, host Sia Tornrat and guests John Finnamore, head of Cloud Security Architects Americas, and Matt Stevens, senior solutions architect, join us to chat about ABC TV series, Criminal Minds, season nine, episode 12, The Black Queen. Hello everyone, welcome back to Checkpoint Real Talk. I'm your host Sia, and today we are joined by Matt and John, two illustrious cybersecurity experts who have been gracious enough to join me in this adventure of reacting to, oh, let's just say how awesome, I say it with quotation marks, how awesome technology and cybersecurity is depicted in media. So today we are going to look at criminal minds and uh, full disclosure, apparently two thirds of us have never watched the show. So this is gonna be a lot of fun because this will be really reacting to it. So Matt, John, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having us. Thanks so much. Glad to be here.
0: Oh my gosh, you guys, you are so awesome and so gracious. So um, John, can I just ask you, because you were the one uh, that picked out criminal minds, can you just give me a little history of like what was your experience why why did you yeah you, you know so i've lives? been a
2: cyber cyber security cyber it guy for a very long time and uh, i've watched the uh, the evolution of, of tv shows i remember at 24 they always talked about the firewall In criminal minds you know they everything was so simple and i used to kind of giggle and say well why don't why didn't they just hire a college intern you know to make this a little more accurate uh, I haven't watched the uh, episodes lately, but when I did, um, I found that they actually got a lot better in terms of the consultation that they're getting from, from IT guys. And, uh, they are a little more accurate. A lot of it is still fictitious, but at least it's based on underlying truth. And I just love, um, uh, that, that lady Garcia. You know, she, uh, she's like a super computer person so she's kind of fun on the show
0: so i thought that might be a fun oh one. nice nice so matt what are your impressions of what you think of criminal minds will be about do you have any idea
1: uh no i haven't seen it before but uh i've watched a lot of uh you know movies and shows in the past and like when i'm watching it with my wife and she'll you know turn over and see me chuckle because uh I'm going, this is not at all <laughs> the way it's done, you know, when, when you've worked in IT for you know as many years as I have. So, uh, it's always kind of fun to, to peel back the layers of the onion and, uh, but, uh, entertaining nevertheless.
0: You, you know, I've always been, I, and I've been doing this show for a, a little bit now. And what I'm seeing is, and we know this, you guys, uh, it is entertainment, right? We want to be entertained. We want suspension of belief, Right but how hard is it as security professionals, as IT professionals, as executive business professionals to watch some of these shows and it's just so far from, you know, far left field. I mean, can you stay in the show or do you do what I do which is literally yell and say, that doesn't, no, that's not how it works. Like, can you actually stay in it?
2: Yeah, I personally don't mind, you know. Um, What we do is hard, you're self-selected, you gotta think a lot. And uh, you know, it's got a stereotype of maybe being a little geeky. You know, we're a little, we're a little nerdy, and anything that uh, Hollywood can do to make us look a little more glamorous, I'll take it. You know, <laughs> I don't mind the the glamour with uh, you know the, the fantasy around uh, <clears throat> making it look sexier maybe than it really is. And do you
0: really think it makes us look better, you guys? I mean, come on, <laughs> like,
2: like anything. As- we, we've got no place to go but up.
0: <laughs> I, I, there we go. That is a truth. So uh, uh, we did a previous episode uh, episode on the IT crowd, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a British comedy sitcom back in 2010 or something like that. <laughs> Time is flying by. And uh, they were in the dungeon. Like, they were in the basement of this, like, major, you know, you know conglomerate, you know, uh, business. Um, they've come a long way, but has it really in the context of, um, you know, especially for hi- hackers, they're like, oh, they got to be in a hoodie uh, and a T-shirt, like uh, – Do you guys like that depiction?
2: It's fine. It's a good connotation. Um, You know, most, uh, when I think of hacking, it's, it's nine parts art and one part science, you know, so actually the good ones, all of the scams in the last 10, 15 years are, you know, phishing emails, they're social engineering based. So your average hacker is probably a pretty slick dude, like a con artist. But then everyone kind of focuses on that super smart one percent that goes really deep, goes into the code, looks for zero day exploits, things like that. That's what you think about, but you actually have to be more cautious of uh, the uh, the artful crowd. Uh, I, I think on, on a day to day basis.
0: Yeah, you seen the same thing or feel the same yeah, way? You have
1: to be much more uh, cautious, I'd say. I mean, uh, even you know, with my experience in the industry, I'm often, you know. Uh, surprised at how legitimate an email will come in and look, and uh, you know, I got one yesterday where it was a attachment with an invoice, and it was you know McAfee security renewal, and uh, you know something to that effect. And it's like, well, that now I don't use that product, and I know it's not up for renewal, so I know that this is a, a phishing attempt. But uh, you know, for somebody else that maybe that's what they use, they get it from Comcast, and they think it's you know them reaching out and asking uh, for renewal. You know, calling to validate that they want to do that. And then suddenly they've given their personal information to somebody that's a threat actor. So, uh, yeah, you have to uh, really be on guard. Um, it's something that I uh, help to uh, train my friends and family
2: on. And then, uh, you know, everybody yeah, has yeah. to. They will. They will. Uh, I got, I had to pay a bunch of tolls. You know, I travel from North Carolina up to Eastern Canada and I pay a bunch of tolls. They somehow hacked into who paid their tolls. And then they sent me texts saying that uh, I've got on paid, pay it now, fines, over and over and over again. And yeah, you just have to be careful. They will, uh, that's the art of it, right? They try to find something very plausible, the more information they can get, see what you really used, and then you see what they can get from you.
0: You know, it is it is so sad. Like, I think, again, being with technology, we have the technology to prevent a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But human behavior is human behavior. Social engineering will always exist. So you could have 15 layers of different types of platforms, top blocking, tackling, <coughs> et cetera, but you just need that one person. The CEO just be like, oh, okay, click, and just tunnels right through everything. You know what I mean? It's just crazy to me. So on that note then, so Criminal Minds. So is it a show about um, – uh, is it all technology based or is it just criminal minds?
2: It's a group inside of the FBI that um, are profilers. Um. So they're a specialist team. They work on cases that um, they profile who the person might be and then they have this super technical lady that goes out and does all kinds of crazy computer things most of it is not that real but some of it is based on reality it's uh yeah so it's just a small flavor of the show
0: okay so this lady that you talk about diego um this is the story oh
2: garcia
0: Garcia. sorry oh my god Diego garcia i'm so bad (laughs) anyway okay so, so Garcia uh, comes on board, and this uh, we took a couple from uh, Season 9, Episode 12, and then there's another clip that we're going to use that I just thought was really kind of funny. Um, full disclosure, Criminal Minds is an ABC production, and they're very particular, so hopefully, knock on wood, they don't yell at me too much, but let's go ahead and let's review our first video, and I think this is where they convince Garcia to join the crew, if you will. So are you guys ready for your first clip? ready and now is this the first time they're meeting
2: yeah okay Mm -hmm. it's in a later episode but this is a flashback you say so suit we've got evidence of your off-site servers and of your hack into the cosmetics company
0: They test
2: on animals. Yes, they do, but it's not illegal. What you've done is a felony, and it's punishable by prison. What well, you've got me, Jay Edgar. It's Agent Hotchner, and I'm from the Behavioral Analysis Unit. And I'm here to offer you an option to prison. You come work for me. You'd be our technical analyst. Now, hacktivism so is real. I teach it how is. You use Google, that kind of thing. That's fun. You'd help us hunt psychopaths.
0: Oh, I love that. I help you Google. <laughs>
2: Oh God, like In hacker circles, you're known as the Black Queen, and you are rigorously moral. All of your online attacks reflect a fierce desire to protect those who you think are being hurt. If you accept my offer. You can do the same thing for the federal government. I just need a. That's so to funny to me. Results.
0: I need a resume. <laughs> <Point> <laughs> <for all. laughs> of bringing my resume to events I am handcuffed at, but I have some stationery in my purse and I'll write down some computer stuff. computer stuff. All right, let's pause. <laughs> so okay. let's pause right there. Um, okay. Let's talk about this for a second, you guys. I actually know uh, hackers that have been caught by FBI went to jail for it Um do you think it is reasonable, plausible to have them say, you're the black widow and you're the best at it, so we're gonna hire you or you go to jail? Is that, is that a real thing?
2: So um, as implausible as it sounds, it actually is. Now I would say, now I've got a son, he's in his uh, fourth year computer science, uh, focusing on cybersecurity. I wouldn't recommend this as a job <laughs> sourcing exercise. But um, there are instances when I was a young fellow coming up uh, in Canada, um, there was a famous hacker. I was just a teenager. He went under the moniker of uh, Mafia Boy. And he did a bunch of DDoS attacks on Amazon, um, a few other large companies. Did his prison time. But then after that, um, they actually hired him back as a consultant. And uh, in the U.S., another guy, uh, very similar, maybe 10, 15 years ago, he hacked um, CNN, a bunch of other different news sites. Um, after he served his sentence, he actually is uh, now an informant and a consultant to the FBI and the Army. So it does happen, but uh, as I say, uh, not, not, not recommended your uh, uh, 99.59 uh, chance of uh, going to jail and never getting a, a normal job again.
0: Matt, would you hire, uh, <laughs> well, Garcia?
1: You know, I think it's a little bit of quid pro quo. So it's, <clears throat> you know, if you hire, if we hire you and uh, we get a little information about you, maybe we'll, you know, um, uh, take some, some years off your sentence. But, uh, I agree with John. It's, you know, it's not something where they're just going to be able to walk for, uh, for, for the crimes they committed. So uh, uh, hire is, str- is, is strong, but work with to get gather information, yeah, probably, you know, to, to get some intel, and which could help us all, uh, you know, going forward.
0: Awesome. Yeah, but to get a
2: job in cybersecurity, there's all kinds of background checks, and if you're doing anything in the federal government. I used to have guys working for me uh, in the federal government, and they had to do polygraphs, they call me and ask questions. They talk to their neighbors. Yeah. you uh, Usually you have to be really squeaky clean.
0: And, and, and truthfully, my friend has, he's had some real challenges mm-hmm. uh, because of that. So uh, I, I don't want to go into too much detail because he actually might be a future guest. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, um, no, uh, so... <laughs> I just thought it was funny because I thought FBI, especially as a government entity, would have extraordinarily rigorous uh, hiring practices. And for him to simply say, write up a resume, like, I just thought that was so flippant. I just love that part of it. Just kind of, again, one of those moments that just threw me off saying, seriously, dude. And she
1: said, yeah, I'll just put some computery (laughs) stuff on, on a piece of paper and hand it to you. That was pretty funny.
2: Yeah. yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. But the first part in terms of um, hacker and activism is very real. There's all kinds of hacktivists out there. Um, you know, in, in the criminal one, I was doing some work uh, back when Matt and I were um, at our previous company working together. Um, was right around the time in 2014 when um, everything went down with Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri. And, you know, our headquarters was up there, so I was kind of in the, in the spot. But some hackers broke into some government websites, and they published a bunch of data on the police, the police officers involved. And, yeah, it's real, but um, very illegal, obviously.
0: Oof. All right. Well, okay. So let's continue on with the recruitment of our fine, illustrious uh, leader. Look at that. She's accepting, signing her life away. Keeping your purse is important. <laughs> uh, harassment does happen and doesn't exist. I'll just say I'll just go and keep it at that. Um, I did like the way she had a little punchy look though when she said it. A little anger in there. Mm-hmm. Is she an angry? Is she an angry bird or a sassy? No, bird?
2: just a, l- a lot of attitudes. All
0: okay. Okay, so why do you think she had that? Hey, uh, like, first off, she signed and didn't read. Would anybody in their right mind who's, quote, negotiating with the FBI and the government not read their document?
2: <laughs> uh, probably not. Uh, you may be excited to sign if it's going to keep you out of jail. But, um, yeah, the fine print would always be important. Yeah. I
1: imagine it would be more than one page, too.
0: <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I mean, do we? Do you think we have – do you think we as a government would do that, though? Like, Here's your offer. You sign now or walk away. Is that legal?
2: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All of it is very, very, very suspicious, but, um, yeah, um, who knows?
0: Well, for all my HR friends out there, I I understand that's harassment, uh, that she was kind of like looking at him and, and saying what he was saying, she's saying, but, uh, it wasn't not true, though, so just saying. The guy's good looking. I'm going to admit that. So, yeah,
2: I think, I think that would be uh, grounds for a pass um, in, in today's world, but uh, good at Hollywood, yeah.
0: 100%, 100%. Okay, great. So thoughts on this clip. So uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being ultra-realistic, 1 being a wonderful fiction, it might as well be a cartoon.
2: Closer to a 1 than a 10, yes. you know. I was going to say, yeah, one and a half. So, (laughs) okay.
0: So this is this would be all the theatrics side of things. Okay. Well, okay. So let let us talk about our next clip. So the the next clip that I wanted to share was a interesting one because it um it showed her. I guess it's a flashback scene of. Or I don't know if it's a flashback scene, she just got recruited and I think she's coming back to bring her ex-boyfriend down. I think that's the context.
2: Yeah, this is several years later uh, in this episode. So um, they flash back to um, her and how she got recruited. Okay. And I don't know, it's like nine years later or something. She's delving back into her Black Queen hacker past to um, go after her old organization.
0: Okay. Oh, I like the premise of this. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. All right, guys.
1: Give me your mom's credit card or get what out. What's up?
2: What the hell, man? We just got knocked offline.
1: What do you mean?
0: Okay. I'm assuming all the lights are IP connected She's because why would everything on. go down? Or She's I don't back. get it.
2: Building management system. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I'm not sure I can even play this part right now, fully, full disclosure, you guys. <laughs> so, uh, it looks like, yep. Yeah.
1: Very nice.
0: Wow. All right, so that was short and sweet. Que- uh, short and sweet. Um, What a way to make entrances, you guys.
2: It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Okay. Now, for the lay people out there, that's what we do. We walk into the office, we're jamming, we're cool.
0: (laughs) We've got our own soundtrack going.
2: (laughs) I don't wear fishnets.
0: (laughs) Okay, so um, if you don't mind, a little bit of context to this. Are they hacking or are they playing games? Are this like...
2: This this was a hacker organization that okay. she used yeah. to be involved in. It was her old boy old boyfriend that uh, still runs it.
0: Okay. Now, were they hacking for the context of again, like you were saying, social hacktivism, or no? We're gonna make some money.
2: Yeah. To be honest, I didn't watch the entire episode, so <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, well, of course, that's what she was doing. What um, what the group did after she left, uh, I, I don't know. Okay. Didn't get that context. Yeah.
0: So, Matt, what was your first impression seeing that?
2: Well, you know, there's some bits and
1: pieces there that uh, have merit, but when you put it together as a whole, it doesn't. (laughs) So, the bits and and pieces are like, (laughs) you know, uh, electrical providers who are known as grid providers. You know, they have separate networks. Their systems are segregated. And then, you know, in, in most commercial buildings, there's not, you know, Ethernet connected, network connected, you know, control panels, electrical control panels, uh, all those things are like conceivable, but very, very unlikely. And then, you know, an image popping up on all everybody's screen at the same time. That's definitely not something that would, <laughs> that would happen. So, uh, it's, it's kind of cool though. It reminds me of the movie hackers. If y'all have ever seen that they, there's somewhat of a similar scene in, in that maybe that's where they got it from. I
0: mean, it's just dramatic, right? All the lights go off, right? Like what's, what, I would venture to guess, theatrically speaking, is you got all these like really savvy tech, techie tech, techs, but are taken down and they lose what their power was literally they lose their power. Right. So I thought that was really interesting, but okay. So, but the whole skull, like when all the machines got taken over, that's real. Right?
2: That's pretty hollow. But maybe not, yes, not instantaneously, it, 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 yeah. but like if you. It, it could be, but it'd be very, very difficult yeah. to do. First, you got to get access to their environment. Um, to take them offline, there's ways to do it. Um, but, um, a hacker, they'd have to be the worst hacker group in the world to even let you in in the first place. And then once you got in, going through your layers of defense, You've got to get on those systems, you got to implant um, something to take them over and then something to display a graphic, just so many layers there. Um, yeah, worst hacker group in the world if that was uh, plausible at all.
1: <laughs> now in the age of Internet of Things, you know, where you have smart plugs and things like that, um, there there is a lot of school of thought that the attack vector is going to be on, on things like that. Where you know everything in your house and you know in your in your buildings and that sort of thing started to be connected to the internet, so it does change the the attack vector, the attack surface. Now, whether or not you know somebody's going to target you know <laughs> your you know your specific Internet of Things devices, that there there still remains a lot to be seen there. But it, it is at least opening up the possibility when you start connecting things to the internet.
2: Yeah. It's good for us guys in cybersecurity, you know, zero trust frameworks, least privilege. You know, there's so many layers of defense from the data to the application, to physical, to the perimeter, you know. um, It's it's good for us, it's a complex world.
0: Well, I mean, literally like, look, it's been a few eons since I've been in your guys' world. I'm just a groupie now, so I assure you guys all the success. But like, if you think of the OSI model, it's literally going through everything, right? It literally goes down from like the network, you know, hardware layer all the way up, to the app layer. That's why I was laughing because to me it was like, it was like all encompassing all at once, everything that we think of. (laughs) You know, I was like, oh, hey, I can can recognize. I took the app down, you know what I mean? Like, so, um, okay, so (laughs) scale one to 10 guys. (laughs) One being a great cartoon (laughs) to 10 for accuracy.
2: Uh, 1.75. (laughs) <laughs> I'll go with that as well, Josh. Being the uh, being the engineering computer scientist that we are. It was an so, entertaining it was a run, nevertheless. Yeah, I liked it, <laughs> yeah. I liked it.
0: Okay, so 10 for entertainment then. There you go. Okay. Yeah, so, it was good. It was all right. Good. Well, then I guess it would be like a 5 then if we average it out. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no, no. Um ha, the- ha,
2: how did, how did you like it, Tasia? Uh,
0: uh, I liked it because it's so dramatic, right? Um, but again, I know enough to be dangerous, and I knew that that this was—I knew this was a dramatic moment. It wasn't rooted in reality. I mean, her walking in first off with her own Beyonce, like you know, soundtrack going. First off, if I, I tried that once as a joke with, thank goodness, a client meeting, like it was, it, it went over well, like a lead bomb, like a lead, like done, like it was, like they were, like they just thought it was funny at first, and then they're just like, yeah you don't got the swag so I was like thanks guys
2: <laughs> and and if you were going to be a hacker would you have a handle she's the black queen
0: oh is it black queen black yeah
2: um black queen i think
0: i mean look i if you're gonna have a handle and, and you rock it rock it
2: see a data buy. see your data by. You. that's pretty
0: good <laughs> that's not bad <laughs> that's pretty funny
1: we
2: we're kind of weird about that. We just need you to run some bar association records. Why doesn't
0: she? Again, get us? look at the, the guys are dressed up. I in like about the like who shot.
2: That's right.
0: Is that a tie on His no hater? That's
2: what we're hoping to find no, out. I don't know. Yes, it is. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's the uh, the privilege of being in IT is uh, you know often mm-hmm. suits like you know, eccentric people, so it's okay to to express yourself. Need to look up the name yourself. James Colby Baylor and see if it uh, shows up anywhere in the system.
1: I'm Whoa. just pressing keys. I don't know what, what it's doing. <laughs> the system is insane. It's completely Linux based, open source programming. And you don't see this in government systems. I mean, outside of like Switzerland.
2: James
0: Colby Baylor.
2: Right. I get it. Chap, chap. Jeez.
0: You look I have no personality. <laughs> uh
2: uh-uh, Nothing. This is where this is another guy inside of the FBI, a tech analyst, and he and Garcia actually end up becoming boyfriend and girlfriend. Trusts is like initials JCB. Yeah, so they're all, they're both FBI people going after each other. Yeah, in this instance, they're leveraging him while she's off or something. Is there a problem? Well, this might be the coolest girl I've ever met.
1: I've never laid eyes on her. But her GUI is mind
2: blowing. The list.
0: Her GUI is mind blowing. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? Oh, that's weird.
2: Graphical user interface.
0: <laughs> no, I get that, but what does it even mean? Like these are just browser windows he's pulling up.
2: <laughs> yeah, she, she had some custom art there. Looks like. She which with AI now we'll all have some.
0: Oh, don't get me started on what AI. What the hell? Oh, no, you don't. I do not
2: have time for this. Feels like a god. Now, if I can ever convince my friends and family to watch this, this is what we do at work all day. Very exciting.
0: (laughs) What is she doing in there? Okay, so let's pause. really want to know? So, I have to stop that for a second. Because I am not technical, I'm I tech I'm technical concept person, but I am not the one that would ever be at the keyboard, cr- you know, crank it out code or anything like that. So what I saw to me right there looked like a bunch of browsers and images, and yeah, there was some line of code popping. But would you guys be like having forty thousand browsers up like that? A, I think that would slow the machine down. And B, <laughs> it that's not <laughs> right, right? Am I wrong? What?
2: Uh...
1: Oh, they're depicting a lot of things there at one time once. So they're talking about Linux, so, you know, uh, console based, you know, computing, you know, which is you have to kind of know a little bit about what you're doing in order to type into that instead of using a GUI a graphical user interface, which, you know, an interface on top of an underlying operating system. So they're kind of you know, trying to. Pull at the this guy's smart strings, and then suddenly he's trying to access a system, and he's locked himself out. uh, So he thinks, and then he realizes, no, actually, this somebody else is in this system, and they're locking me out. And that's when he's saying, "Not so fast!" And he's trying to, you know, counteract what he's doing. And uh, essentially, there it's becoming a uh, you know who who can get in the system fastest. And uh, so somebody set a booby trap essentially. And when he logged in, they an alarm went off and at least this is what they're portraying and then the person and the the other character is trying to stop everything that he's doing so that's kind of interesting it's kind of fun and
2: if you rely on someone to stop the hacker uh, everything happens so fast that's yeah. not real there's no two people in a battle of wits you know it's very carefully staged planned researched and executed Yeah, as much as we'd like it to be real and exciting, that's not our job.
0: (laughs) Right, it it goes in stealth. It's already pre-coded and it doesn't emerge until like sometimes if it's coded for like months later to trigger, right? Is that like like a Trojan and all that? So, okay. (laughs) Okay. But there have been situations, however, that... Well, this is not an RDP situation, right? This is simply they're trying to like out-code each other and it's popping up at the same time, but it's not... They're not in each other's machine, or are they on the same machine duking it out with each other? I think it's implied. Yeah, it's
1: implied they're on the same uh, Linux server with different uh, different uh, console sessions.
2: Yeah, and and Linux is a open source Unix based Linux is what Matt seventy percent of the servers worldwide, and certainly in a government agency, um, you would not be using the free open source version. You know, you'd have a commercial version that has regular security and patch release and tested and things like that. So yeah, should be. I, I can't believe that uh, any government agency would allow someone to uh, to run open source Linux in their in their environment that would be immediately fireable.
0: <laughs> we call that resume generating. Event.
2: <laughs> resume generating. Yes.
0: <laughs> so okay, so that was one point of one point of accuracy, right? I've never thought that I would see Linux, right? That's a that's Yeah, one point yeah of absolutely. Accuracy.
2: That, was, that was that was accurate. Yeah, so someone knew a little bit about IT, and you know, kind of threw that in there. I don't even believe Switzerland would do that, but
0: I think they just insulted an entire uh, country <laughs> and or if they're unless they're like referencing CERN, maybe it's like what else is going on in Switzerland? Could be. Could be could be i don't know hey sir want to hit me up i'm just kidding don't don't hit me up i mean actually i do because i watch a lot of tiktok videos of like them like like breaking the time space continuum with their machine whatever i've I've been like tinfoiling lately but if you've never heard of it don't worry about it (laughs)
2: okay
0: well okay we'll just we'll just move on to the next topic then no i'm kidding Um,
2: (laughs) we're safe though are we safe
0: no, apparently that, no, there's a theory. Uh, so you're uh,
2: saying "See you goodbye, John and Matt? Oh. I gotta stop.
0: Yeah, no, no, it would be the multiverse of Sia saying goodbye and at the same time, Sia and this this multiverse would say, this universe would say yes. So yeah, that's what the theory is saying is that CERN broke through and crossed multiverses. Look. That's pretty cool. It's 3 a.m. when I'm watching this stuff, okay? I don't know what I'm remembering, <laughs> okay? just I'm just trying to go to bed, people but uh all right so i digress though so, but uh let's let's continue on in the scene because it does crack me up a little bit and there's hope. look how casual they all look and she's the one that's hustling like a mo- oh, like no. really you're not seriously trying to backhack me I oh nicely played Okay, yeah. Yeah. this is just way too easy yeah. right chase me so is this guy uh, also another person? Like, or they bring him in?
2: Oh, here we go. So he gets a more regular spot on the show as it goes along. More.
0: Does it? Okay. Here
2: we go with all the other screens in the room. Did you notice that? Yeah.
0: the cases I flagged.
2: Okay, everybody take a copy. We need to see if any of the agents overlap in all other cases.
0: And he just pulled out a USB. This this to me is like red flags. (laughs) USB saves it all.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, uh, the uh, the USB ports are most likely shut down. Now there is a concept of network access
1: control protocols where you could be shunning ports on the network when things are going on and conceivably things would stop. But yeah, a uh, USB stick suddenly fixing everything. No.
2: what did you do? Reboot the systems and if, you, if we found out how to reboot them that quick in Hollywood then got to bring that to, uh, to, to corporate America for sure
0: <laughs> okay let's talk about that USB stick my friends um, isn't it the most one of the easiest fastest way to corrupt a system is to bring a USB stick and just randomly place it in like random mm-hmm. ports anywhere isn't that like rule number one of what you're not supposed to do
2: Probably rule number two after not or maybe three, not giving out bad information, not clicking malicious or strange emails, and then external devices, yeah. Yeah, no, not good. Yeah, and then up.
0: second part to that is what the hell's on that USB that suddenly can fix things? Like, what's it implying?
2: <laughs> That's Rebooted very- from uh, Flash? That's very Hollywood, <laughs> I <don't know>. yeah. <laughs> That's very Hollywood, very Hollywood.
0: Are you saying there's no like, uh, like Skeleton app coding whatever in there in that USB that it could like be the end all to solve these problems? You're saying that's not that's not feasible?
2: <laughs> Maybe it's something that we should work on. <laughs> just <laughs> get a okay. patent.
0: I mean, as a security person, isn't that like that just like to me, like again, one of those moments I would fall out and be like, ain't no legit, credible security person is gonna carry a USB and be like, I got this. Like, if you saw your colleague doing that, what would your first thought be?
2: Um, I hope they are not in my organization.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice way of putting it. (laughs) I knew somebody
1: once that would just, you know, leave USB drives in the parking lot or something and just to see if somebody would pick it up and try to use it. And people would. Yeah, it's oh, free use. Somebody dropped their USB stick. Now I've got a free, you know, it's not as big of a deal now. I don't think we run into that as much now with, you know, OneDrive and, you know, Google Drive and things like that. But, yeah, you know, five years ago, everybody was or more like, you know, five to 10 years ago, people were still walking around moving things from device to device on USB stick. And so that, and that's, you know, I think that raises a good point that, kind of the attack vector the attack surface just changes over time right as technology changes and you have to make sure you protect whatever surface that is as technology changes
0: okay so what would be the recommendation in this scene right here they're hacking but they're going back and forth they're like doing some like I don't know what's that thing when you do airplanes and you like battle royale with each other um top gun dog fight yeah um a that's not realistic But B, it was realistic that they mentioned Linux, right? Not being in, you know, government uh, networks. Um, C, I still don't understand. You've got Mr. Bland personality FBI guy. And then you've got, I think, Shamar Moore, who's beautiful. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yes, I did. Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. I appreciate beauty. Group included, of course, of course, and all that good stuff. Okay. Um, Why are... Like is that even legal? Do would we as a, a entity go against our own teams? Is that Hollywood?
2: We go against our teams all the time, little fiefdoms, But actually, on the system, that's Hollywood. Yeah.
0: Team. Okay. I love how you guys are so like smiling, going, "Yeah, damn, yeah. not gonna admit <laughs> nothing here." <laughs> we're very but again another yeah,
1: entertaining yeah. clip. <laughs>
0: okay so scale one to ten accuracy one being yeah great cartoon ten being yeah that's actually can happen where are you guys sitting
1: down into negative territory at this on this one (laughs) they're really stretching it's really stretching on that yeah but entertaining i'm with
2: matthew (laughs)
0: Okay, so overall with our videos that we've uh, gone over today for Criminal Minds, and yes, like I said, you guys, ABC is extraordinarily like particular about what can be shown and whatnot. But um, as a uh, technology and cybersecurity professional expert, that you guys uh, are, would you recommend this for uh, anyone to be interested to get into technology or cybersecurity?
2: Sure. Yeah, I think a career in the FBI and um, all the wonderful things that can really happen would be very challenging and exciting. You know, choose the light, not the dark. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, just as with anything in the movies, you know, uh, temper that with uh, the reality of um, all the thinking and all the time you have to spend in the chair and learning and studying. It's a lifelong adventure. So, uh, yeah, if you're into that, it's a great career on the light side. Maybe fun on the dark side, but unethical. Jail, no good. Go to the light. Go to the light. (laughs)
1: Cybersecurity is, I think, (laughs) the fastest growing segment of technology, you know, and and has a lot of AI in it as well. So, you're, you know, a lot of people are interested in AI these days, and uh, you couple that with cybersecurity, and you have a pretty good place to start in technology that could uh, serve you well for a long time. I tell a lot of people when, They ask me that, uh, you know, when they find out I'm in technology and they're trying to get into it, what, what areas should I focus in? And cybersecurity almost is my immediate reaction.
0: I mean, okay. I don't want to go off onto a tangent, but only because I am selfish. I do have another show that I do and it's all about AI and the future and its relation with bots and all that stuff and, you know, AI generative technologies, um, is that another area within cybersecurity that is new frontier to recognize those types of things like deep fake, for example, is that a, a real issue for you guys or is that something that has been addressed or is being addressed?
2: I've got a meeting on deep fake uh, coming up in a couple of hours. Yeah, AI is um, accelerating the change of pace in, in our lives in many different ways and cybersecurity, especially now, at Checkpoint, we've been using AI engines and machine learning for a long time to recognize zero-day exploits and, and things like that. Um, I think of it as, you know, so I'm old now. I did a degree in programming back in the mid-90s, and, you know, it was very low-level. You know, just an assembler, and then you were doing C, formula translator, Fortran. And then the language is built out, more modules, more modules. And I almost think of AI and code generation as going, what are we on now, the fifth generation of programming languages where everything's so easy. AI is going to accelerate that, what, took 25 years? is going to happen in two years. You still need people to control it right now, but um, it's just really smart, really fast, and uh, enables people to do a lot of things that uh, – that we're just that we're not sure what's gonna come down the pipe. So we're trying to be as ready as we can in the cybersecurity world uh, every day.
0: Okay, now you're frightening me because I'm like Skynet, should I just go ahead and just say right now and just declare, okay, <laughs> overlord, like whatever it might be, I'm, I'm on your side. Um, Matt, any final thoughts on uh, uh, the, the video clips that you saw today or and or your thoughts on AI and cybersecurity?
1: Well, the the clips were fun. I mean, it, again, it's it's you know Hollywood technology, but um, you know it's it's neat to see it evolve and you know to see Hollywood influence technology, technology influence Hollywood, and keep it relevant and interesting. And um, yeah, so uh, it's uh, something that gives you a, a chuckle for sure. And then when you peel back the layers of the onion, you analyze it. Hadn't done this before uh, in this type of format. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Oh, well, thank you. And thank you, you guys. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you. And of course, you know, if anyone wants to get a hold of you, obviously, we can always you know, just comment, you guys. Let us know what you think. Is this the idea of um, the future that we've always envisioned? Is it depicted on media? Is it our potential future? Or is it something where, hey, let's bring it back to reality of what really is occurring so we're not, you know, scaring the population? So, would love your comments. Please like, share, subscribe as always. And John, Matt, thank you so much for joining us on Checkpoint Real Talk, guys. We'll see you until the next time.
2: Thank you. It was fun.
0: That's a wrap on today's episode of Checkpoint Real Talk. If you like this video, hit that subscribe button and some of those other buttons to show us your appreciation. And if you want to learn more or have any questions, please let us know in the comments. We'll see you next time for another episode of Checkpoint Real Talk.